movies. We watch movies. You listen to us talk about movies that we watched without you. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Filmscast 64. This is the ultimate endgame show. We're talking endgame, all the endgame spoilers. We're going to talk about Thangos. We're going to talk about Captain Marvel. We're going to talk about the Starbucks Cup and Game of Thrones. It might be in the next Avengers movie. Who knows? Who knows? Today we got our own Avenger. We have uh, Spencer returning on the podcast. Hello, it's good to be back. <laughs> he it's, got he got snapped. Sna- he snapped. He did. We, we snapped and he's didn't, back. Didn't feel so good. <laughs> no. He always says I don't feel so good. Because he's in yeah, college. Every, <laughs> every time I sit on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, we also have Adam here, who uh, we saw the other day. He was back in uh, back in Texas uh-huh. for a little bit. Uh-huh. He's uh, eating some noodles right now. Those look like great noodles. Oh yeah, got my biscuits, dude. It makes me want to go. There's this uh, Chinese food fast food place right by my house. Drive through, get some get some Chinese noodles tonight. Maybe the healthy choice. Always the healthy choice. Yeah, man. I'm ready to talk about my secondary avengers thoughts okay as it before you as do that it sat with me as it what I said as it sat with me oh oh yeah before we do that i learned today on snapchat if you snap a picture of food it recognizes food and it'll give you a little uh you know you swipe and get a little like cover over or uh filter and it gives you a food filter it'll say if it's food it'll say not hot dog yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh or if it's a hot dog. It'll say hot dog. It's scary. Why is that so scary? Just scary they can recognize food. What else can they recognize? It already hmm? your face. Yeah, recognize That's your like face. a very known thing. <laughs> well, I didn't know that cuz I'm 50. So, I just got a new phone and so yeah, so I have the first one with the face ID. So now yeah. I'm now I'm a part of the system. I've given them my fingerprint. Now they Congrats. have my face. Uh, they got your voice somewhere. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've just been going through and uh, guessing one of, like, the six different combinations for passwords that I have on mm. every single app that I own. That's uh, the worst. It's, it's the complete worst. Yeah. I actually have a, yeah, I just start writing things down now, like, what they all are. Last but time even I'd- then it changes. Last time I backed up my phone was April of 2018, so <laughs> I, all my text messages are from then, and so I, you know, I got some fun stuff in here. Yeah? Yeah. What do you have? What's the most fun thing? Um, let's see. I was talking to Zach Dayton about a, a Gonch, our friend Gonch. Uh, mm-hmm. He was on The Price is Right the last time that I... <laughs> that was a while ago (laughs) yeah and so i was very excitedly texting him how gonch won a jet ski (laughs) (laughs) great great (laughs) it's fun to uh, fun to go back i try to go back because i have 
on my laptop. I have like stuff back from like 2009, but it would it wouldn't it was it wouldn't back up because the phone was too old. Like the um, data was too old, so you, I was not able to do that. Do you still have your AIM conversations? I do not have those. I used to have. Wait, Adam. Adam, you saved all your AIM convos? You have those? No. I don't have them. I was talking to someone. I went to a wedding this weekend. That's why I was in Texas. And she has in her house printed out binders filled with her AIM wow. conversations. For the, from the last, like, I don't know. I mean, from years ago now, which I'm Jeez. sure it would be amazing to see, like, what conversation skills... <laughs> kids have oh yeah yeah you can i you could see you could see her mature through her font and color mm, choices yeah i used to have a word doc of all my um was it zanga posts yeah like all my zanga posts i had a whole all all of my zanga posts were i hate this freaking website (laughs) but all my friends want me to post on here so this is me doing that and watch, like currently once, watching once Donnie Darko. Yeah, it's usually that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, watching Spencer, a lot of Donnie Darko. Watching a ton of it, but you know what? You did. We did watch was Endgame, and we didn't get Spencer's thoughts on it. And I know Adam has some thoughts as well. So let's. Uh, we're gonna do some spoilers Trey has here. Zero so thoughts. you know, I have zero thoughts on it. I've forgotten right, about the Adam, whole thing. Adam, let's wrap. I have thoughts too, but I, I want to hear your guys' thoughts as well. So let's let's hear it. Let's talk uh, Avengers Endgame, and we'll let you know in the description where we stop talking about spoilers. Honestly, though, why are you listening so you to a movie podcast if you haven't seen this movie that's already made more yeah. money than all but one movie from last year? Right. I, I I think I think people who care about spoilers have seen the movie already at this point. Except for well, except for Lexi, that except I think, for yeah, my wife, your wife. I think everyone else has seen the movie. <laughs> Who, so this is this is the part where I'll start doing the review in ASMR, so ooh, nice, that Lexi nice. won't hear what I'm saying about okay. Avengers Endgame. Go ahead, Spencer. Let's hear your review. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, I I do I. What I, it's it's interesting because Infinity War was the first Avengers titled movie that I saw in theaters. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure as you guys remember, I've I've been very historically very anti Marvel movies. I was just I didn't have any interest in seeing them, but I went and saw Infinity War and I thought it was good. And then I saw this one, so I'm going into this one kind of in a different frame of mind uh, i'm like ready like okay i like this series now and yeah it just felt i think they did what they did really well in this movie uh that i feel like they did well in the last one was have so many kind of different storylines but it still felt cohesive with so many different things going on um yeah they did a really good job of Making a coherent movie that was well paced, and it, the focus was was on Thanos. So like he had a big, he had like one thread really throughout the movie, and yeah, they did a really good job of pacing and and structuring Infinity War. I thought. 
One of the things about Endgame that makes it a little bit easier is the trouble with all these Avengers movies is that you have to find a way to get everybody yeah. together. And so everybody needs to have kind of like their introduction and everything like that. Um, at the start of Endgame, you kind of have mm-hmm. that. You have the event that has them all together. And so it is able to kind of be a little more cohesive in that sense to where you can kind of start and then have characters branch off, which is kind of more of a, a storytelling style that we're used to seeing where you have A story, B story, C story. Start together and then split up as opposed to everybody off in their own place Coming together. and then eventually mm-hmm. come together. What, what I want to know, and this is not a very linear train of thought, is uh, when did Disney get more balls than HBO? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went there. Cutting and, and I've not seen I've not seen the latest episode of Thrones, but I do know about the co- I know oh. about the coffee cup that was already so spoiled for me I couldn't find it on my own. Um, but I mean it's mostly based around the coffee yeah. cup, so I don't. The maybe whole episode just is the just the yeah. coffee cup. Yeah, I might just just hold out till the next week. But they they've got that big old battle, and the most important characters that die are freaking Reek and Jora. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is what HBO is willing to shed off. But freaking Disney's like, you know what? Cap'n, he's not going to be in these anymore. He's not. He's pretty much. He's pretty much just old man now. And freaking Tony Stark, he's dead now. Disney got more balls than HBO. To be fair, be those known. actors wanted out though. Yeah, but still, it, Disney, I'm sure, has some freaking legal binding saying like, no, you can't leave. Disney can you're, do whatever they want. You're you're enslaved to us forever. The mouse has you. You can, you have a contract for life. I'm I'm sure they would not be able to make any other movies yeah. if Disney wanted. If they were just like no black. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'm. I guess I'm sentenced to asylum film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started on asylum film. <laughs> They, they've got they've got such titles as Independence Day possessive, <laughs> Independence with a T, Independent. Did, did they Day. did they do Titanic two? <laughs> they did Titanic two. Okay. Before the show, uh, Spencer was telling us about this production company that does all the very bad straight to red box movies, right? All the all the mockbusters, yes, like the mockbusters, such films as Megalodon. It's greatness. And- Triassic Park, <laughs> and who could forget Tomb Invader? Tomb Invader. It's it's based around somebody who is like in a red box when it's raining, yes. and they're and they're like, oh god, I got to get it real fast, yeah. and then you just kind of see the cover and check it out, which is a great way that art yes. should be made is to just like based around tricking. Yeah, I, I think so, we, I think me and my friend got um ATM from Redbox. Uh, which isn't a mockbuster, but it, it it practically is. It's a shitty movie. It's a haunted ATM machine. Like it's stuck I in like it. it. It's like a big ATM, like one you can walk into. But yeah, it's one of those classic small house sized ATMs. Well, yeah, like you know, it's a little. You can go inside. There's a door. It locks. All that, and it's haunted. I like it. It's haunted. And uh, oh, uh, I think it's J- Josh from Drake and Josh is in it. Uh, the the fat that oh, fat one. 
The fat yeah, one. Could, I, I didn't know you were talking about until you said the fat one. That makes yeah, sense. I, I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> I just know it's. I don't know which one is which. That was a little after my time, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. So Avengers Endgame. I still like it as much as as, as I did when I came out of it. Um, I, I definitely do think uh, Infinity War was a better movie, but I really liked how they kind of ended it, though. I, I really liked how they kind of wrapped it up. I thought it was neat. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, all the time travel. I'm a big time travel guy. Yeah, me too. I like Anytime time you travel. put time travel, and that's why I, I think I like Lost so much, was that whole season with time travel, and they're kind of going back to kind of the past, and you're kind of reliving certain things that they just kind of talked about, and now you're seeing it happen, and how things are connected. I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, any kind of, anytime time travel, and I, you know, is implemented into something. It can it can either be really bad or really good. And I thought this was done pretty well. I also just enjoy alternate angles on story. So like, there's the story you know, yeah. and in Endgame, it's like they're freaking fighting in New York, and but at the same time, you get to see it from another mm-hmm. angle. It's why my favorite. <laughs> Uh, animated movie is Lion King one and a half. <laughs> so you can you can find out. Is that out, the Timon like, one? Hey, re- okay. Yeah, it's like remember when that that pyramid of animals <laughs> fall down during I just can't oh, wait to be God. king. Who, like, what was responsible for that? <laughs> Turns out it was Timon and Pumbaa the whole time. Freaking scamps. Even though they didn't know him in the yeah. movie, they 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 started some stuff that uh, kind of spiraled out of control. Whoa. All right. Um, they were pulling the strings the whole time. The, um, stop me if y'all already had, had talked about this, but in Captain America, the first Avenger, when, or I, I guess I'll, whenever he first goes, or is that in Winter Soldier, when he goes and sees what's her bucket, the the woman who he goes back and marries, Peggy. Uh huh. Peggy, Peggy, right? Yeah. So when he first, when he like wakes up from the ice and he goes and sees her. And she's like, you're so much younger. Mm. So that came out obviously well before Endgame. So it's thought that she's like, oh, you're so much younger because it's the same timeline. And he's going back. And, you know, he she actually did live her whole life. They never really made it. They never made it clear if it was alternate universes or if it was one linear universe and everything that's happened has happened. Right. Well, Well, there's competing uh in between the writers and the directors yeah. there's <laughs> competing uh theories about what captain america necessarily uh like what it means right all right because if that he did that and then uh and then now uh, we'll, we'll talk to about it in a little bit but the uh the spider-man yeah uh far from home trailer establishes that uh Oh, there is a multiverse that's created now, even though it's kind of or is the whole, there uh, like a big part of Endgame is that they talk about how no, this is like there's still only one timeline, but because that's Mysterio who is known to have tricks and lies. You know, he's a trickster. He's a trickster, Adam. Mm. He lies. So, so, so yeah, there's, the there's a lot of theories that there w- there is no multiverse, but Mysterio's just being a real scamp. He's being a scamp, stanker. Uh, as far as thoughts that I had that I didn't bring up on the last one, uh, 
Aunt May, don't show up to the funeral. Iron Man was way too hot for Aunt May to mm. Pepper's Pepper's right there and she's right there? behind him and he, okay. Yeah, she was there with Peter. Yeah. And and Tony was always like, Oh, you have a hot aunt. Mm. Very awkward, mm. not cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice yeah. that she was even there, I guess. Um uh, <laughs> So, so Spencer, your uh, your thoughts are that you liked it. <laughs> I, <laughs> you liked it. I, to to be one hundred percent honest, I fell asleep through the entire thing. Oh no! <laughs> oh, okay, oh, Spencer, uh, D box rocked him right to sleep. Jeez, <laughs> this is an epidemic. This is why no, Spencer no. isn't on the podcast. He sleeps through everything. I'm just kidding. That's not why. I don't know. I'm having a hard time for it. Ask, ask me a question about it, and I'll tell you. I'll give you an honest feedback. Okay. How did Review you How did you me. feel about uh, Sexy Shrek? <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> sexy Shrek? Thangos. Yeah. Uh, That's... No, not Thangos. It's, oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, yeah. Half Hulk. Half Hulk. Uh, I, I thought he looked like a freaking nerd. <laughs> oh, I know what you're saying. Um, Hulk? Yeah. No, yeah. Uh the half Hulk, uh, Bruce Banner, I thought was pretty cool. Um, I'm glad that he finally accepted himself. That was a that was pretty heavy handed on the whole transgender rights <laughs> thing by Disney. Was it? Oh, are you making a joke? Okay, <laughs> I'm making. Yeah, a joke. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I I knew a, I knew a guy. I know I knew a guy who tried to convince me that Avatar was about being transgender. And I'm like, I, don't, I mean, I don't. It's I about don't think it's so. about touching tips. I yeah. still never seen Avatar either. You don't need to. I know. That's what the uh, the Matrix is about. It is now. That probably is because the directors are. I, I like. I, yeah. It's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting when things totally change your I, I, opinion I, of stuff. And it, years and it later. really is funny because, like, you know, they uh, they say that Ghost in the Shell was like a big influence, and watching that, yeah. It's very uh, mm-hmm. trans, you know, not being comfortable in your own body, stuff like that. That's what the movie's about. It's interesting. Anyway, yeah, I, did you guys? Did you like them? Did you guys see that? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. Did you guys see at at the end? Uh, Howard the Duck is one of the. Oh yeah. When they when they bring everybody. Oh really? In at the end, Howard the Duck is. There. I did not see that. So. Will we see the next phase a Howard the Duck movie? I don't think I've ever seen. The Howard the Duck movie that exists. Did it come out in like the 80s? The ori- yeah, the original never seen Howard that. the Duck movie is proof that George Lucas did cocaine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is, like, it is insane. Austin and I watched it. And it's it's totally nuts. And he's supposed to be like this badass duck. Like, that's the way he is in the comics is he's supposed to... He's supposed to be kind of like Deadpool. Like, he doesn't give doesn't, an F in his Doesn't say, care. All... He'll he'll say all kinds of stuff, but like they still wanted it to appeal to at least like a PG thirteen audience, so it's very like held back and it's the the main like the comic book, he's like a superhero. He goes, he fights crime, he does all this stuff. Uh and in the movie it's kinda just like he's hanging out with a band. <laughs> okay. <laughs> does he ever like there's some there's some crime. Does stuff. he ever say mother quacker? Mm, no, like, I, not that I remember. But there are a million duck puns. Oh God! 
in it. They go uh, like the movie opens, I think, with a slow pan across his apartment, and you have like posters for the God Feather mm. and like stuff like that. And then there's a sexy lady duck who still has boobs, even though she's not a mammal. <laughs> Okay. All right. I got a. I got a few more thoughts uh, or questions. Did did you like? Did you like uh, them killing off Thanos so quickly? Uh, Yeah, I thought that was uh, that was perfect. Mm -hmm. That definitely like it didn't unsettle you like you were like uncomfortable, but it was like okay, things aren't going to go exactly the way you think they might go. Mm -hmm. So that was. I thought that was good. Um, Question one. Is uh is Hawkeye supposed to be like Asian? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Because he's like but... <laughs> in Japan, he's got a child that lo- it looks very Asian. <clears throat> His wife is not Asian, so that that's I didn't notice. His I didn't Asian yeah. child. He for sure has an Asian child. We're gonna I, I'm, like I said, I'm taking Lexi tomorrow. I'll confirm, but I'm like pretty certain. One of those kids. I, is I typed in. I typed in Google Hawkeye A, and it said Hawkeye Asian son. <laughs> yeah, see, so. I'm not the only one. Okay. Uh, I don't think he's. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I, I haven't read the comics. I know he does turn into like an assassin, but I don't know if he's Asian or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. It's interesting. Um, I, I'm not sure. I I like uh, like Anthony Mackie and Falcon. I don't know how I feel about him being seemingly the the next Captain America or the yeah. He doesn't do much for me. Like it's a he's a. It, I, I feel like the whole the thing that's super cool about Captain America is that he's like superhuman. Like and he's also from the fifties and he right and he's like a fish out of water. You know, and, more than anyone Anthony else. Mackey, Anthony Mackie slash Falcon is dope, but he needs his, like, super suit. So right. it's, like, not as... And, I mean, obviously right. Captain America... Need, I mean, uh, Iron Man needs super suit, Th- but That it, might be more of a character. symbolic thing. I don't know. Yeah. You know? We'll see how they... Yeah. And and then I I guess we can, we can kind of just transition now into um, some more far-from-home talk. That like Spider Man's gonna kind of assume the maybe assume the role of of Iron Man. Yeah, maybe, that's what I thought sort would of. happen. Just and and we we talked about that last week with Ray a little mm-hmm. bit about how you know what characters would kind of take over that mantle. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we were saying that you know if Spider Man if they had the rights to Spider Man when they started the Avengers stuff, he probably would have had a much bigger role mm-hmm. uh, in everything as it was. And yeah, it definitely looks like he's gonna be the person to kind of lead this phase yeah. Yeah. of Marvel. And I think, I think you should be because that's the, those Spider-Man movies are, it's like the second most popular yeah. superhero in general yeah. next and to Batman. Yeah. Tom Holland is freaking oh, great. His, he's awesome. His just, the the boyishness is perfect. Mm-hmm. And if, if y'all seen that video of the guy who's like a dialect coach who like breaks down different accents in yeah, movies, I've seen that. Yeah. And he talks about Tom Holland's uh, Queen's accent, and it's like yeah. it's so good, it's so perfect. Like, Cause he's, yeah, he's because like, he hears British. him in interviews, yeah. and he's super British, and then he comes in with that perfect Queen's accent. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can talk about the Far From Home trailer here, I guess. Uh, yeah, so that dropped today. Mm-hmm. 
It did. Yeah, I, th- I thought that looked that looked really fun. Um, I really liked uh, Homecoming, and so, yeah. and then I'm also number one number one Jake Gyllenhaal boy. So, uh, when I Any, found anything that, Jake Gyllenhaal's in is great. He's he's just he might be one at, of my favorite actors. At worst, there are like aspects of what he's in, like right. At least aspects of everything he does are are mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, it looked great. I like the. I mean, like I said, I liked uh, I liked Spider Man's like boyishness. So I like the conflict that he has, and, and I guess that's probably something that you expect with Spider Man. Where he's like, he's just trying to have a vacation, but he freaking yeah. can't because yeah. he's got responsibilities now. Well, that was the cool thing about uh, um, the first one, Homecoming. It was sort of that deal where he's just a kid trying to live a somewhat normal life, and shit's going down around him, and he's not yeah. saving the world. It's it's a guy who's a contractor who gets laid off pretty much he's pissed and he wants to get back at mm. the ironman and yeah. uh and he's just yeah and, and he's dating his daughter and that's a whole conflict it's very yeah. you know it's just it's almost a high school movie because it's like he's dating his you know a daughter and the dad's doesn't you know and he knows his secret and it's 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 interesting it's very but quaint for- you know, almost. Zendaya, Zendaya is, is not Michi. only Michi, she's also way better for Peter Parker. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's so much cooler. Mm-hmm. They, uh... They, we talked about how they need to kind of, like, scale back the stakes and everything. I do feel like the stakes in this movie feel kind of high. Yeah. When you have a giant, uh, like, typhoon monster and stuff like that with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, but who knows? Like you know, I don't know all about Mysterio, but I know he can do hallucinations and illusions. So maybe it's some kind there of was illusion. Just like a lot of a lot of buildings yeah. blowing up. Was one of them Notre Dame? Oh. Do you think that was? Do you think that was? I think viral they're in Italy. Marketing? I think they're in Italy, not France. Maybe viral marketing Ma- blew up Notre <laughs> Dame. Yeah, well, yeah, Disney has enough money to do that. Sure. Yeah, they just fuck <laughs> they invested. Yeah, they made their money back like tenfold. Thanks to all yeah. those billionaires. Jeez. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Donating to rebuild it. I wonder if they use if they're gonna use any of that GoFundMe to build the wall money to rebuild Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think you know Mysterio is who knows, maybe that's just an illusion, all that, you know, destruction. But uh yeah, I think it's It'd interesting. also be pretty lame if like the stakes are all imaginary. Yeah, so I can't imagine they would do that. I, I bet you though, you know, because what's cool about the trailer is it, it is very much a right after Endgame. He's sad about uh, Tony Stark dying, and that's almost his. That could be almost his um, Uncle Ben thing. I don't know because they never really mentioned Uncle Ben right in the in the movie at all. In in Homecoming, it was not mentioned no, at was, all. No. They avoided that. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, what this... do you bet? You said you bet. What do you bet? What? What's the wager? What are we putting on this? Ooh, oh, you... bet? I, I bet yeah, on you this said, illusion? I, I have too yeah, many. I have I too many bets open right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, I do too. I still gotta do my. I still gotta do my uh, Star is Born thing, and I still gotta see a dog goes home, and I still gotta do a one man podcast. So I'm I'm done making wagers at the moment, until I get some of those off my belt. So That's I haven't fair. seen Green Book. Yeah, well, the Green Book wasn't a bet. <laughs> no, that was, it was just something, just something I, that you said you were going. I to proclaimed. 
I would see it. But I gotta watch four episodes of Lost tonight, so I can't tonight. <laughs> Wait, you have to watch four episodes of Lost tonight? Yeah, for a podcast tomorrow. I'm doing a cast tomorrow. That's Deja Vu podcast. Please listen. But like, but like, you could, if you're already watching four episodes of Lost, what's adding in one movie gonna do? I don't know. Too much. Too much. Too much of a good thing. Too much of a good thing. I need to order a big pizza and eat every time uh, Fat Aragorn eats his big pizza. <laughs> I gotta do a whole thing with it. <laughs> That's amazing. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I know people are like, oh, I can't believe that uh, what's his name called? Peter Parker a bitch. People are, people are mad about that, Adam. Is that, that Jim uh, Gaffigan who's Jackson's. mad at him? <laughs> Samuel Jackson called Peter called Peter Spider Man a bitch. People are mad. Yeah. Why would anyone be mad at Sam Jackson calling someone a bitch? <laughs> I like, don't that's know. the most Sam Jackson thing. <laughs> that's like what you want when you right. have Sam Jackson. Uh it also looks like there's a lot of John Favreau in this movie. Yeah. Which I think I think that character is pretty funny. I think he's a really good actor. Yeah. He's great. He is. He's so um, good. He's really the, good. The the whole the gag of our like Oh, uh, do you work for Spider Man? <laughs> like, I work with <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> uh, one thing I didn't like in the trailer was them kind of spoiling the Zendaya, just her being Jay, like, yeah, yeah, you're you're Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would I, I unless like unless that comes on like very early in the movie. Yeah, and I I, I but bet still I would they've kind of avoided. To- Oh, I'm sorry, Spencer. Go ahead. No, no, I was just saying I would have preferred to, yeah, I would agree, yeah. agree with Adam. would have preferred to get that just in the movie and not in the trailer. Yeah, I'm with you. I, or or at least have her say it and then not see what happens after. Right. So I think a, a cool trailer moment would be her saying, you know, oh, you're Spider-Man, and then him just be like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a question. No. You guys, you guys oh, might... I think I left my door unlocked. <laughs> I have a question. You guys might not know, but like, do like hardcore Spider-Man fans like this iteration of Spider-Man? Because it kind of does go against a lot of the kind of um, lore, I guess, or backstory of Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Well, we haven't gotten to his emo phase yet, so <laughs> he hasn't danced yet. Um, um, no, my all of my comic book nerd friends are X-Mans or Batman. Like, okay, super fans. So I don't know. I would feel like at this point you're kind of like uh, you've seen the story a bunch, yeah. And I, I mean, Spider-Man is a pretty dynamic character in the comics, mm-hmm. and so to just kind of stick with the same like this is the beginning mm-hmm. <laughs> right here, and you're kind of stuck telling the same story over and over again. I think that's kind of boring. Right. So I would assume they're interested in taking it in a new direction, and it especially fit within the MCU for what they were doing mm-hmm. pretty well. Um, we'll see how that goes as they kind of continue the Spider-Man stuff. Mm-hmm. If they're like, no, it takes away what is Spider-Man. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, I, we've had two iterations of Spider-Man. Um, the same Wait, Raimi ones had, are, are good. Huh? We've had four iterations Okay, no, no, of we've Spider-Man. had a lot more. I'm sorry. We've had a ton, but I'm talking about like big uh, Hollywood films. And I guess, well, you know we've what? Had Andrew um, Garfield. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like series. I'm sorry, series. And I guess you can yeah, also. There was two Andrew Garfield ones. I'm talking about like as far as like here's your Sam Raimi trilogy, here's your Andrew Garfield trilogy, here's your MCU stuff. And I guess you could also put in um uh 
Spider Verse in there as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah freaking, I think of that's course you can. Enough. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best Spider Man movie. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, and then now you got like the PS4 game, which is you know that's gonna be its whole new thing. That's that's really good as well as far as Spider Man stories go. But uh, yeah, I, I all those though are except for I think, I yeah all those except for the uh, Spider Verse and the MCU stuff is pretty standard Spider Man story. So yeah, it's good to see some iteration here and there. I just know like people like, um, yes, I bet you some people. I, I just didn't know if there was like the mass, like a big portion of people who were upset with it because I think I've heard of that before. Just because it's not you know all very much in line with the you know canon, but yeah, I, I like it being its own thing for what it needs to be for MCU. All right, guys, gun to your head. Who is your Spider Man? What gun to my head? Yeah, just just pull the friggin' trigger. <laughs> I can't. I, I'd choose. rather be dead than decide. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let any of my Spideys down. They're I like my children. I can't choose. Other. Can't choose my Spideys. I'm gonna take it deep into my mouth and then just pull the oh. freaking trigger because there's no way I can choose a <laughs> uh, spider ham. Actually, I, I like the Nick Nick Cage Spider Man. That one's my favorite. The new yeah, R that one's one. Pretty good. He's my my uh, Spider Man. <laughs> what, what what did we what did we call him? Tony McGuire. <laughs> Tony Antonio McGuire. Antonio Antonio Maguero. He's <laughs> my favorite Spider Man. <laughs> I like Spooter Man. He's good. Spooter Man. That's a good one. I like Sixty uh, Spider Man, where the budget was but, like two dollars. But I would really, I really think that Into the Spider Verse is is my favorite Spider Man movie that mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Which I was definitely not. In, I mean, it, we've already talked at length about Spider Verse, but yeah, I wasn't it's anticipating really that going in. But I freaking love that movie. Yeah, me too. We, we've had some good Spider Man between Spider Verse, the uh, Homecoming, and uh, the PS4 game. We've had some good Spider Man lately. But like Sp- PS4 game, definitely like the lowest on that list. Oh man, that story's great. I would maybe put it above. I don't know. It's like just know. below Spider Man Three. Okay, you're yeah, just you, you're you just, can't take you, you're just you can't take pictures when you are in into the Spider Verse. You you that's true. Can't pose. You can't you can't up your social clout. You're just while being, watching Spider Verse now. You're being trolls, and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Don't like it one bit. <laughs> Well, since we're just kind of going through this, we're kind of into the kind of the newsy portion. Let's do it. Uh, let's do. Uh, let's do some. Let's talk about another trailer, which is definitely a few steps below the Spider-Man game and Spider-Man Three. Uh, that's the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Now we've talked about it on the Games Cast, but we're going to talk about it on more of a film perspective. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You saw you guys, the trailer. Right. So so from a film perspective, fuck this movie. <laughs> no, you guys. This is just another example of brilliant viral marketing. Mm. <laughs> they mm. they're not they're not really going to have to go in and redesign the whole movie because they already have it designed perfectly well. That was- <laughs> they released a trailer that was intentionally done real shittily. To get a bunch of people talking about an otherwise just boring trailer. 
that's my biggest thing is how like legitimately i loved sonic as a child i don't have any like weird sonic things <laughs> that d- people do mm-hmm. that people do now um like for me sonic was like something i played as a kid i'm not into the lore I yeah was you just got like just just normal sonic fan stuff like knuckles I, knuckles costumes and yeah. so, little sonic and like, shoes and you're, the whole right. not, all, I all got the my gloves know, kissing human stuff. women yeah i would rent the sonic tv show from blockbuster all the time the <laughs> the same ones but it's just like this trailer there's just like some simple sonic things he needs sonic he can really move sonic he's got an attitude <laughs> sonic he's the fastest thing alive they decided to do the third one and i guess the first one which are the exact same thing <laughs> that he can really move and then he's the fastest thing alive he does not have any attitude no. in this trailer and i'm really disappointed cuz i love ben schwartz the the writer evan susser i think is very is a really funny guy um i think that uh was it is it fist fight the charlie day ice cube movie is actually a pretty funny movie and and he wrote that before uh doing the sonic stuff and I, it just feels so neutered and like lois scott like if nothing else give me a sassy sonic like that's all that's all i want but did you not hear him say meow yeah he's he's sonic hedgehog not sonic the cat well (laughs) maybe he's teasing big the cat that's going to be revealed at the in the end credit scene they're going to find big the cat it's going to be a big reveal they're going to go to the the prison and they're like prisoner number two 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 six and uh, really? well, this is the most dangerous prisoner we have. And they open it. He's like, hey, you want to go fishing? And it's Big the Cat. Like, literally, I have one uh, one criteria for this movie. And that's they have Follow Your Rainbow in it. Oh, you mean Speed you of Sound? That song? Yeah. yeah. Rolling around at the speed of sound. Got places to go. Gotta follow your rainbow. That one? Why? As, as long as that's in the movie, it's going to be an A+. <laughs> that was from the GameCube game, right? Yeah, Dreamcast, oh. GameCube, yeah, Dreamcast. That's that's the one. Is that the first one where they implemented, like, the soaps, soap shoes? I don't remember, but that was, like, the 3D one, Sonic Adventure 2, yeah. I want to say. And, uh, yeah, that's the one where uh, Escape from the City and you're, you're surfing down a, a road and a highway and... Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one. Why, if you're making a song, uh, a trailer about the, the fastest thing alive, would you choose the slowest <laughs> rap song of all time? That was a weird choice. It drives me. It's it's yeah. so bad. It was such a like I they were wanting I guess to match nostalgia with nostalgia or whatever. But like whatever, he's fast. Why did Dude, they freaking what are rap? Rap God or Bus like Bus Driver Imaginary Places have, would have been perfect. Why didn't they just do like remixes of like Green Hill Zone or something? I mean, or actual music from actual Sonic games. No. Why why they Because you're trying you're you're trying to appeal to people outside of the Sonic why? thing. If you're if you're gonna use a popular song, just use use something fast. That's my only requirement. Make it look like it's fast. Mm-hmm. That's that's Sonic. Yeah. And also Not no freaking 
gangsters or paradise. They, could, they should have at least done it like with chipmunk voice, so it sounds <laughs> sped up. Right. Yeah. Play it real fast. And also, uh, yeah, like the beat was weird, and the whole thing with Jim Carrey was weird and off. You know, it just wasn't funny. And yeah, you're right. He has no attitude. It's not a. It, it's it seems very. It doesn't no. apply to anything. No, else. there's nothing in there that's a Sonic. It's there's really nothing. Well, I'm trailer. really excited for it. So it, maybe it's just a terrible trailer. I, I, it could just be a terrible trailer. I don't. I loved his little teeth. <laughs> I, I think I think it's so his... weird that they're going to change the design because now you're just making a whole. Now the the joke is that now. Uh, the movie is mimicking the video game industry with a bunch of animators having to crunch now to get this movie it's, out. It's setting a precedence what it's doing. Yes. It's like, oh, the fans don't like something, well, we'll change it. That's just the entitled culture of America. Right. They, they can't and, handle human teeth on Little Blue fun, Hedgehog. It's fun to meme on it, but it's like, don't change it. That's your artistic vision. Stick with it. Freaking own it, right? Own it. If, if own that's the it, human own teeth. it. Own the creepy human lit legs. <laughs> Own the little eyes. Own it. Yeah, he doesn't look anything like Jake the dog from Avenger Time. I don't like no, it. I don't like it at all. Own it. A plus. What else is in the news, Trey? Adam, we got a Avengers Endgame. It's already passed $2 billion at the global box office. I think it's yeah. still behind... Uh, Avatar, right? Yeah, last which, I thought it was at like two point one billion, and Avatar is like two point seven. Which globally, which is insane because have you talked about Avatar the last year? I mean, no, have you no thought one, about that movie ever? Avatar has had so little, such like a minor cultural impact. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like that movie is the highest grossing movie ever. Is it just because the whole three D? technology and it was like the new I think it, it was just the visuals really i think yeah. it was a, i mean it was it was a big leap forward i think for mm-hmm. visual effects but yeah nevertheless like it's yeah it doesn't have a ton of staying power no it, it's crazy that like no one ever talks about that movie but it's, i think it also benefited a bunch from it didn't have it, it had kind of a uh the same benefit that black panther had where it had very little competition during right a majority of its block uh its box office run. Sure, sure. And also one in, uh was up for an Oscar, so probably had Oscar kind of kiss afterwards. Yeah. yeah. A little and, bump. Yeah. That was up for best picture. There was just an insane That's backlash. Insane. Jeez. Though, that I, I don't know if if it's ever if there's ever been a a movie that's got quite the amount of hate that Avatar has because it, it comes with success, man. True. I, it, a lot of it, a lot of it was the technology and the the 3D stuff. But I think if you go back and watch Avatar, it's not going to be as bad okay. as everybody seems to pretend that it is. No, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's not. I just think it's forgettable, you know. But yeah, you might be right. It might be a good one to go back and watch, actually. Um, because yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's. I think people like to say it's bad just because it's forgettable. And that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's bad. There's a lot of good, forgettable movies. But yeah. All right. Next story. You, you guys want to? You guys want to talk about how freaking good my box office movies are doing? Not really. I don't really want to talk about that at all. But I do want to talk about how uh, Detective Pikachu had enough outtakes to make an R-rated version. 
So We're going to get that R-rated version yeah. on HBO for I sure. I hope so. Adam, you put the story in. So what's what's the whole scoop here? I mean, that's pretty much the scoop is the headline, but uh, it's just Ryan Reynolds. Sometimes, you know, people <laughs> talk about how, like, I don't know, like, the Joker is, is allowing the, the chaos of the Joker inside Heath Ledger is really what killed him. Um <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's uh, the most like bullshit people yeah. just not wanting to accept mental illness as a reality. <laughs> well, men- mental illness is the Joker. He is chaos. Oh, and shit. When you just have so little regard for the rules, sometimes things will happen. Um, this yeah, is like you'll send your is, co-stars use condoms. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for Ryan Reynolds, it's going to be the exact same thing with deadpool where there's just like a level that he reaches where he he just can't deal anymore outside of you know being deadpool he's deadpool in every role now Ooh, freaking yeah there was i was reading a little story about how uh ryan reynolds originally when he got the part was trying to do like a noir sort of like gumshoe voice uh and then the executives were all like Eh, can you kind of just do Ryan Reynolds' voice for this? <laughs> yeah, just sound like yourself. It does just sound like Ryan Reynolds. And so he'll say things like, "Hey, Pika, Pika, suck my dick," like that. <laughs> yeah, side duck my dick. I, I'm, I'm excited for the Detective Pikachu Happy Time Murders crossover. Give it a little bit of credit. That's, that's not. That's what it would be. That's what it would be. This R-rated version. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a happy time where Pikachu just wanna... jacking off for an hour. <laughs> I want to see the R-rated version. <laughs> I want to see this and making horrible <laughs> jokes. Uh, it has has seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now, so I think that is the most successful video game movie ever at the moment. Speaking of the Detective Pikachu video game, mm. that's something that you've been that you've been playing, right? Yes, I have. It's no, he's got four you, episodes were, of Lost to watch. <laughs> were you wearing your bolo tie while playing Detective I'm Pikachu? I'm going to wear my bolo tie while playing Detective Pikachu. And looking at my Garfield calendar. You, while, you told me, huh? told me you just wanted to wait until it was closer to Detective Pikachu, so it was fresher in your mind. Yes. Well, now yeah, here yeah, we yeah, are, yeah. days away days from away, Detective and Pikachu. And I'll play the game by next week. No, you won't. Finish it. We'll finish it. But i got to play Luigi's Mansion first. No, you don't. There's no reason for you to play Luigi's Mansion. Why do you have to play the first GameCube game before? Because <laughs> I might be making a making a video. On, Wait, so you uh, game, you on the might GameCube. you might be I will making... be making a video on the GameCube stuff on some GameCube stuff. On well, why Luigi's don't you make Mansion, a detective influenced Pikachu. haunted mansion? Yes. No, I will play Detective Pikachu. I'll play it at work when I have time. Actually, oh no, not this week. Doing a, I'm gonna be doing user shift all this doing, week, next week. You're gonna be doing week. work this week. I actually have to be doing work at my work now. So, Dang. Yeah, I know. I will play Detective Pikachu. I'm sure it's not that long. I'll beat it for you. That's the spirit for you. Or you know, you could do it in any of the other 24 hours in the day, not just <sighs> while you're working. <laughs> no, I know. Come I can, on, I can do it whenever. You can oh. also wear that bolo tie whenever you want. I got plenty of time. So, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 didn't influence how Avengers Endgame ended. Because I know that 
Um, that was the big deal with the uh, people were wondering if the end of that movie influenced the story at all of um, Avengers. But uh, according I, to this article, uh, it's the opposite. The they opposite. just said, "All right, all right, James Gunn. Now your movie has to include Thor in it." Yes, <laughs> I, I for one am, I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm actually a huge fan of the the Thor Guardians interactions. I think, I think he fits in that little in that little crew nicely. Oh yeah, him and the uh, the lady that touches your head. Wait, why am I? Forgetting, why can't I think of lady who touches your head? The bug lady. Oh, that's what she does. Yeah. Okay. She does the head touch. You, you feel? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I it think seems like great. they didn't even he talk and, to each other about the Russos and tree and rabbit. The Russos didn't read the the script at all. They just wrote yeah him in. So, um, yeah. So I guess James Gunn just kind of has to deal with the ending of of Avengers. So yeah, which I mean, that's like a great present to receive. Yeah, to just be like, hey. oh hey, you get this awesome A-list actor in your next movie. Yes, you got to write this in, figure it out. That's for saying all those things back in two thousand nine. But but so I guess uh, what's your bucket? Zoe Saldana is like for sure dead then. Yes, like I, yeah, 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 I believe so. Do you think there's going to be any well, sort of attempt to bring her back in, or like uh, Chon travel? She should shit? still be there because the 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 older version of her is still alive. Oh, is she? For some reason, I thought right. that she disappeared with the rest maybe, of. Uh, maybe she did. No, no, because she was in the battle. You remember? Right, but, but when the at the snap, did she get dissolved with the rest of the army? No, because she was a good guy. right no because she's a good guy yeah i don't know i think she may have been at the at the end when the (laughs) none of the guardians dressed up for yeah no i think that's i think that's like uh that's possible but just the reasoning being she's she's a good guy well i mean look end of return of the king the whole earth, you know, the whole like earth caves in except for all the good guys who are in the center. So yeah, I mean, usually in these kinds of movies, if you're a good guy, you get saved by the thing that kills every all the bad guys. It's because morality. She's a good guy. They know morality in these movies. But you can't, you can't have her back and have Thanos's snap just. I, I, I don't know. I'd have to. Well, I think too the idea is that like she might be in the spirit realm or something. I, I think that's the idea as well because I think at the end of Endgame, From Dragon Ball Z. Yes, <laughs> at the end of Endgame, wasn't P- uh, Peter trying to look for her? Like he was on the little like things trying to find out where she might be. Because and also like when Thanos goes into like after he gets the spirit stone, he goes into that spirit world, and Soul she's stone. there with him. As a child. Ooh, and and Red Skull is free to do whatever he wants now. Yeah, he can do whatever, man. I hope we get more Red Skull. Red Skull is the freaking man. He's dope. So, Hellraiser remake will be directed by David S. Goyer. I didn't know they were even doing a Hell Hellraiser remake. That's oh, Have you guys seen the Hellraiser? The, the David original? S. Goyer, alright. <laughs> I don't even... 
I haven't I haven't seen Hellraiser. I don't know who David S. I don't Gordon know either. Is. But I, I, I really mainly I didn't the even know they're doing a man himself. I, I didn't even know they're doing a, a remake. So that's mainly what I was trying to bring up. I typed in David S. The first thing that came up came up was David S. Pumpkin from that <laughs> sketch. David S. Goyer, the second most famous David <laughs> S. there is. Oh, he did. Well, he was a writer on Batman Begins. There you go. And he wrote. He wrote also the Dark Knight and Batman oh, versus Superman. Maybe that's his brother. Maybe that. Oh, that's can't be his. Wait, Wait thought, you think I David thought... S. Goyer is David S. Goyer's brother? No, no, no. I thought. Um... <laughs> I thought. Oh, Chris... he wrote Call of Duty Black Ops. Ah! Trey he wrote Call of Duty Black Ops. That's, thought... that's up there with Spider Man's. I thought Chris no, Christopher Nolan's brother wrote all the Batman movies. I think he, they have, you know, a bunch of writers. Probably, yeah. But but David S. Goyer was really carrying he, the water he, there. He, yeah, he was the main <laughs> guy. He knew what he was doing, and now he's a director getting the big shoes. for. How will they do a Hellraiser remake? Okay, okay so David is, S. Goyer is a story writer, not a screenplay writer. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Isn't like he did Blade, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman? Isn't Hellraiser like really, really graphic? Yeah, it's a guy with freaking nails all on his face. But, but like, it's like um, he's just sadomasochist kind blood. of movie. Like, it's like really like like uh, that scene in Event Horizon. Like that's you know you know the scene in Event Horizon where they're getting tortured. It's like the there, little flashes. There are scenes where he's just, like, chiseling at his wiener. Yeah. Like, that's the movie I hear. Right? It's all just, it's all just real sick Pain Olympics type yes. stuff. Yes. So, I don't know how they're going to do that in 2019, but whatever. And I guess that's all the news we have here. Yeah. Yeah. The Goy Man figured it out. He did. Goyster! The Goy Man. Well, uh, I know we've watched a whole bunch of movies in the last few weeks. Spencer's not been on the podcast for a while so he probably has a lot of stuff he wants to oh, talk gosh. about i don't even i don't even remember the last movie that i uh told y'all that i saw well what just recently uh, what have you but watched just just recently the the other movie that i've seen in theaters uh right before avengers endgame i saw little with lexi and my mom <laughs> okay and uh it had she's the boss but she become little kid she become little she... kid it's it's yeah it's reverse it's reverse big okay um yeah. it had it had some laughs but there's like this whole storyline where it's like she was bullied as a kid so she's the boss when she's older and um. uh, she goes back to school as a little girl and there's like this super popular hot cheerleader girl who's like a total jerk to to the little version of her mm-hmm. and by the end of the movie. Uh, cool girl like nothing bad happens to her so it's very <laughs> not satisfying because small children don't ever get like severely punished they should they should get beaten does does she ever have sex with that teacher guy <laughs> um <laughs> how old are they it would be the unrated and uncut version Jeez. so we'll see when i get it on blu-ray <laughs> well but like in the trailer she's like whatever she freaking tries 11 years old trying to get it she tries. No, he has like a surprisingly small part in the movie. Like, he's kind of like in. He has there's he has like that scene, 
And then it's like the rest of the movie happens, including a bunch of stuff that takes place at the school, and he's just kind of not around for any of it. Is this like a... What, what, who's the actor? I haven't seen any of the trailers for this. Is it like a big actor? Yes, you have. It's, it's Regina Hall and Issa Rae. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was one of those... Uh, I remember there was some like flight attendant movie, and it had Mike Myers. And this was like the height of Mike Myers, you know? And it had Mike Myers in the whole trailer... And I, so I went to go see the movie, and he was in it for like two scenes, you know. And but the whole trailer was Mike Myers. I didn't know if it was. You're one talking of those about things. the the Love Guru because that's actually <laughs> Mike Myers the whole time. Uh, he's just in really good he makeup. Put his head on a baby. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh wow. No, it was some flight attendant movie. That's funny though. That's a good one, Spencer. Thanks. I mean, yeah. Um, I also watched The Silence on Netflix. Uh, that's a that's a rare half star for me. That's uh, one of your um, what is it called? The Asylum. Yeah, yeah that's asylum one of your asylum pictures. movies. It's it's basically a uh, quiet place, but shitty. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it is, it is incredible. It's it, it's just it's just a total trash movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you really just want to like hate yourself for an hour and forty five minutes. Check out The Silence with Stanley okay. Tucci okay. and New Sabrina. Okay. Anything else, or is, is that about it? Oh, I mean, I, I can. I'll just the other movies I've seen. I'll stop uh, when I think. Sure. I've, stopped, I've mentioned these on the podcast before. Uh, uh, Guava Island. I watched Shazam. I heard that was supposed to be good. What, what's Guava that about? Island, yeah. Guava Island was like cooler than it was good. Okay. Um, like it was, it was a really cool. It's a, it's basically just a big, long, um, childish Gambino like oh, okay. music video. Yeah. Um. Mm. So if you like childish Gambino, it's cool. It's like as a story, it's not uh, super, fan, like fantastic, but it's cool. It's worth watching. It's, okay. it's only like forty five minutes or something like that. All right. Shazam! I watched Us. I watched Can You Ever Forgive Me. Uh, I watched A Beautiful Mind, and I watched Papillon. Papillon. Uh, with Papillon, which is a freaking prison escape movie. Which oh. I freaking love prison escape okay. movies. All yeah, right. It's got, it's got Charlie Hunnam and Rami Malek on it. It's based on the true story about this guy who escapes prison from in French Guiana. Okay. And uh, I think it's on Amazon. It's pretty good. Okay. Okay. I feel like I'm looking at the uh, the poster right now. I feel like all, almost all Amazon movie trailers have like this exact poster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they very... all star Charlie Hunnam <laughs> like, <laughs> somehow. Charlie Hunnam, king of the Amazon. Yeah. So I watched uh, I watched a few movies this week. I watched actually I watched Mortal Kombat, the original 1995 Mortal Kombat, because I'd never seen that. Though I probably have, because I would have had to have seen it. You know, just it's one of those movies that I probably had seen. I just don't remember anything about. And uh, I watched that. Uh, and I, 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 I didn't even, even remember. Like, I, I could swear I'd seen it, but I don't have no recollection of ever seeing it. So I, it, it's, uh, it's, it is so 90s. It is cheesy, corny, campy, but it's amazing. Uh, it's it's real fun if you can find that. Uh, yeah, yeah. more more combat. You guys seen the original, right? 
Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I yeah, that's one of the that's a movie that like maybe I saw when I was a kid. Yeah, but I I don't. I I very easily could have never seen this movie. Yeah, there are people who love this movie, like love it, because I mean it's not good, but it is very much a cult classic kind of it, it knows what it is it's no it knows it's dumb it knows it's stupid the special effects are horrible uh goro look is a pu- is this big old puppet it, it all looks bad now some of the, the set design is actually really good uh you know i like the whole uh, island is really cool that they're on that stuff is really neat the soundtrack sounds like uh that's the soundtrack yeah yeah go ahead that's one thing. That's one thing that I think is—is is this the one that they just kind of play the Mortal Kombat theme? They do a ton. Yes, like just like all the time. <laughs> they do. How does that? How does that theme go again? Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like that. And, yeah. uh, and then the rest of the, the soundtrack now. sounds like the sounds like something sounds like laser tag. Which I, I I assure you they probably Hell did yeah. just play this at a at laser tag the whole CD because it's just laser tag music the whole time, uh, and yeah it's great go watch it if you've never seen it. Uh, jo- I'm in for laser tag. In for laser tag, I I I recommend both of you see this. Yeah, and okay. uh, John Wick Chapter Two I watched that. Uh, it was good, not as novel as the first one, but still good. Um. Then I saw Swingers, uh, which I kind of watched it because I know they had the, on Bad Radio, they had uh, the whole you know movie of the month, and I didn't see that when they watched it. I know that's like one of Dan's favorite movies. I feel like I feel like the way it Dan... aged great? No. I mean, it's there's a good movie in there, but it's just everything about it has kind of aged poorly, I think. Uh, all the characters are just dicks. Pretty much, yeah. Though I, I feel like the I feel like though how it was Dan a movie very important to Dan. I feel like that's going to be like super bad for for us or me at least, where it's going to be that's a very important movie to me. But someone watching it ten twenty years from now is going to be like, oh, this doesn't age well at all. This is bad. So I, I feel like it's one of those kind of movies where if you saw it at a certain time and in, in a certain era, you that's you like it, but. It just doesn't age well. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw... Uh, I can't get the title right. The Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron. Ooh. It's okay. Um, it, Zac Efron's really good. All the actors are really good in this. Lily Collins is good. John Malkovich is really good. Uh, Who's the hunkiest? Is it John Malkovich? <laughs> yes, it's John Malkovich, hundred uh, percent. I he's thought a, he's a pretty big hunk. Yeah, I thought it was good, and I, I read an interesting thing about it. It the whole movie really relies on the viewer knowing everything about Ted Bundy, because if you know nothing about Ted Bundy, the movie could kind of play like you don't know if he's innocent or not. Because they don't uh-huh. really, yeah, they, well, they, it, it never, it never makes him look sympathetic, but there's always, because, you know, Ted Bundy would never, ever admitted, except for, you know, they're, they're, they just released those tapes, but he never really admitted it in court that he did what he did, and he was very adamant about his innocence, 
And so that's so sort you, of, you never just like actually see him murder anyone. You do at the very very end. He finally oh, admits okay. it to the the one um, the one lady that he like had almost married. Uh, you do mm-hmm. see him like that. The whole pers- it's all her perspective, pretty much. It's a little bit Ted Bundy's perspective, but it's mostly her perspective. And at the very end, he does finally ad- kind of admit to her what he did, and you see him murdering a, a-, a woman. Uh, but the rest of the movie is more kind of their relationship, her kind of struggling with the fact that he has done this, and then uh, kind of courtroom drama, stuff like that. It's all right. It's it's an all right watch. I think for Zac Efron acting and you know I think it's I think it's neat, but it's not. And I don't think you could you could do it like a you know American Psycho kind of deal just because of the victims. You know that's a real person, real victims. I think that could kind of tread on disrespecting the people who who were murdered. So I guess mm-hmm. you can't really do that with a real life serial killer. But I was expecting a little bit more, maybe. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Is it my turn? Yeah, your turn. Uh, yeah. So I figured out a little, a little hack here, Ooh. guys. Uh, uh, something Ooh. to figure it out for BitTorrent uh, movies. Life hack. Uh, yeah, life hack. So, yeah, foreign movies are not always the easiest just to like sit down and watch, right? Uh, just because you know there's. There's a lot of attention that you have to pay right. to it in a way that you don't have to pay attention to most movies. Uh, as, and if you're not in the theater, then it can be really hard to like sit down and focus with it. Uh, unless it's something that you really want to watch, like Roma. Um, I did want to watch that, and I watched that. Yeah, eventually. Yes. Um, so, on a plane, you have to have... Where you have to have like subtitles on anyway because the planes make so much noise mm-hmm. and you can't hear anything. Watching foreign movies, uh, actually, uh, great. Okay. So I watched mm. I watched Burning, which I first heard about when we were getting all hyped for Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. We were looking at Can to kind of see how it did. Mm-hmm. Um, and every I was trying to find. Black Klansman news and everything that was coming out was just how Burning was awesome mm-hmm. and it's a it's a Korean movie and it's out on Netflix now and uh, the basic concept is there's a guy who reconnects with a girl from high school um, and then they kind of start dating she goes on a trip to Africa and comes back with Steven Yun um, who is obviously a hunk mm-hmm. and he's and he's very rich and uh and then I, it's kind of hard to get into it without spoiling stuff, um, but it's kind of a mystery-ish kind of thing. Uh, I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of things that are just kind of off. Actually, the two movies that I watched are pretty similar, uh, <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed Burning a lot, and it's on Netflix, so you can check okay. it out. If you're on a flight, I would suggest that. Stephen uh, Young are... is the guy from Walking Dead, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, there are boobies right away, Ooh. so it was great. The that's always fun at the in, yeah in the in the airplane. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I pulled out my own personal device to watch this one. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, the other movie I watched was Under the Silver Lake. 
which was okay. I think another one that was at Cannes. It was, um, and it got panned, right? It, yeah, it was done horribly. It got it got pushed back. Yeah, as they were trying to re-edit stuff, and then it got pushed back again. It was released for like a weekend, and then they put it on VOD mm-hmm. uh, like a month ago. Um, I watched it. It's not. It's not bad. I was expecting it to be a real disaster. Mm-hmm. I could see how it wouldn't appeal to most audiences, but I don't know why it wouldn't have like a typical indie run mm-hmm. in theaters. Uh, it's an A24 movie. Um, there's just a, a whole lot of... like Things are a little bit off in Burning. Uh, Under the Silver Lake is like things are way off. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of a... Like what is... It's not really like what is reality and what is not, but there's a there's a little bit of that, and then things just like get pushed to extremes. Is it like um, um what was the one with Paul Dano and Jan Swiss Rackler? Army Man? Yeah, is it like that in a way? Or no, it's it's not in that same sense. So okay. uh, Andrew Garfield like meets this girl, and then. Uh, she disappears the next day, and then he's trying to figure out all these codes to try to find her, right. find out what happened. Uh, and that, it's pretty good. It's not a completely satisfying movie, okay. which I think is probably the biggest problem that pe- people would have with it, especially in like a mainstream audience, um, is, you know, it raises some questions that just don't get answered. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's super enjoyable the whole time, and uh, like the ending isn't terrible. So I don't, I don't really understand why it didn't do well. Like I gave it like three and a half stars. Um, so I mean, it's not like it's like yeah, you must see it. It's five dollars to rent, so I would maybe wait until it's on Amazon Prime or something like that. Uh, but I would say it's worth a watch. Yeah, okay. I was. Uh... I was like super. The trailer got me really excited for this movie, so um, we'll see. We'll see how long it goes before I'm interested, willing to pay five dollars. Yeah, yeah. I, I was intrigued by the trailer as well. All right. Well, that wraps it up. Unless anyone has anything else to say, no, no, no just good for me. Just good to uh to be with you boys again. Yeah, it's been been a good time. Yeah, uh, maybe we can get you back next week or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm out. I'm gone this weekend, so it all depends, but we'll we'll, okay. we'll see. Well, we got Detective Pikachu. Uh, hopefully, we can all see it by next week. I don't know. Uh, it just depends on people's schedules. I know I'll be seeing it Friday. Uh, I'll be seeing it. I'm going to be in St. Louis, so if my oh, man. M- mamaw and papa want to see it, then I just <laughs> might. All right. Well, it's fun for the whole family from what I, what I hear. Well, Spencer, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. Yeah, and Adam, thanks for being here. Yeah. And uh, that is another enthralling episode of Super Films Cast 64. I'm Trey Mitchell. You can find me at Twitter on CrayTreyVids. You can also find uh, this Twitter feed for uh, the, the podcast at Supercast64 on Twitter. Adam is at the Fullertron, and Spencer is at Coach Chucky. And we'll see you next week on... Adam? Say it. Uh, there, there was a coffee cup in Game of Thrones, and maybe it was brand <laughs> backward in time, actually, oh. because it's after we've already when lived. When maybe. Brand says he must go now, it's because he hasn't had his coffee yet. Right. Oh, he, he, what, if, 
What at the he end of Game of Thrones? in that. What at the end of Game of Thrones? Until I've had my coffee. <laughs> oh man! What at the end of Game of Thrones is the end of Monty Python, the Holy Grail. It's just a bunch of nerds playing, uh, playing. Uh, uh, what what is it called? The stupid thing people play. Um, video they games. Play in the, yeah, video games. Bunch of nerds. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.